Good evening. Good evening and welcome back to the Across the Tracks podcast. I am Steve. And I am Wayne. Glad to be back on this thing one more time. Getting down to the end of another month. So uh, we keeping it rolling, man. Going into finishing up October and rolling into November. Rolling to November. <laughs> Absolutely. Election time's coming up here. Yeah, that's right. And uh, the weather's starting to change. I know that you guys out there in the springs had some snow. Uh, yeah. Fort Collins, Stephanie's old residence, had a bunch of snow. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. And snow. Um, here in uh, Indy, it just got a little cool, you know. It's it's yeah. uh, day before yesterday, it was 80 degrees. Today is 50 degrees. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, this is times this are changing. That's right. This is this is our time of the year. It's usually around Halloween when, you know, those nice uh, Indian summer type days, it's pretty much over <laughs> around Halloween. So last night it started snowing and uh, it's been snowing off and on today. I think we probably got about four inches. Oh, wow. And other places, like you say, up around uh, where your daughter used to live. Yeah, they got a lot more snow up north and out east uh, here, um, you know, and then. Out west, a lot of folks got hammered too. They got snow and they got a couple of feet. <laughs> so, wow. So yeah, it's that time of year, man. It's that time of year. I don't, I don't envy you guys, man. Not at all, not at all. Because I, I remember being out at Fort Collins uh, when Stephanie was out there, and uh, probably mid October, man, and woke up to there's nine inches of snow on the ground. Yep, yep. You know, just just the the a few hours before we were at the Colorado State football game, and it was. Probably 67, 68 degrees, and we wake up, there's nine inches of snow on the ground. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> how quick it can change on you. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. around here. So, but it's been so dry here, so the moisture is needed. And, uh, you know, yeah, a lot of folks like, ah, I miss the, the warmth, you know, but, you know, you don't want, uh, you know, wildfires uh, kicking off. And so the moisture helps uh, cutting down that chances of wildfire. So, yeah. Yeah, we have we we haven't had much rain in Indy either. Yeah, you know, I mean it's rained the past couple of days, but I bet you since we've been back uh, from Florida in April, it may have rained five or six times. Wow, nothing significant. I think we got, I think we got maybe an inch and a half in July. Mm-hmm. You know, over a period of days, that's when our power was out for three days, right, 12 right, hours and 20 right. minutes. <laughs> yeah, got it down. And um, <laughs> yeah, that was it. But we haven't had much rain. I, I drive over the White River all the time and you can see the sandbar and all that because wow. it's, we haven't had any rain. You know, this this global warming thing, man, is it's for real. No, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Some folks don't think it is, but it's for real, man. It is. It is for real, man. The glaciers are melting at a at an accelerated rate, and her, these hurricanes are getting more more destructive, and tornadoes all over the place. Where tornadoes, usually, yeah, there's something happening. Mm-hmm. You know. So, yeah. but like you say, you got to deny a lot of deniers. It's like they they don't want to say it, but we know the deal. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of denying, denying, what's our what's a couple of topics that we're going to yeah, start we got off a, with tonight? We got an interesting docket tonight. So we're going to talk about uh, the new Speaker of the House. 
Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the race for governor in our old home state. Uh, interesting twist took place this weekend, so I, I thought was hilarious. But we're going to talk about <laughs> that a little bit. And, of course, uh, we had another mass shooting uh, this week, and uh, we want to reflect on that a little bit. Uh, we want to talk about the passing of a cultural icon, Richard Roundtree, uh, Shaft, John Shaft. Yeah, we want to talk about that. And then um, you threw in a couple of topics before we came on the air. Uh, tomorrow is the 85th anniversary of the War of the Worlds broadcast. So we want to chat about that a little bit. And there was one other thing that you mentioned before we came on. Uh, what was the other topic that you mentioned? Uh, some some guy from Indiana decided that he's, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's he's, right. he's not going to continue his campaign yeah. Yeah. So, for the presidency of yeah. the United States of America. Yeah, so we want to talk about him, too. We'll, we'll <laughs> mention his name at that time, but another one has bitten the dust. And he, yeah, he, he always, Ray, got our ire up here because of— uh, you know, the stance he took uh, didn't didn't add up to what he was representing himself to be. So we want to talk about that a little bit. And I think that's uh, that's it, man. You know, unless, you know, we always end up going down a couple of rabbit holes or two. So, <laughs> so uh, yes, we'll sir. see where, where things take us tonight. But those are the topics for discussion tonight. Good, good, good. All right. Let's let's start. Let's let you start it off, Ben. And then we'll yeah. move forward from there. Yeah, so let's let's kick it off with uh, let's talk a little politics and uh, the uh, the race for governor in our old home state. Uh, the incumbent governor um, Bashir, Andy Bashir, uh, I think he's doing a great job for the people of the Commonwealth. He's being challenged by a gentleman from our old hometown, uh, Daniel Cameron. This weekend, <clears throat> Mr. Cameron got a little upset because the Democrats or this group, um, a Democratic group, ran a um, election ad, campaign ad that basically said, all skin folk ain't kin folk. <laughs> and they started listening the ways in which Daniel Cameron has basically pretty much turned his back on the black community in Kentucky. And they just listed things one by one by one. He, through his people, he said he was pissed. He was insulted by the ad and, you know, wire people coming at him because he's he supported Mr. Trump. And I was like, it's like, you know, damn good and well why people are coming at you, man. You are not for the black community in Kentucky. That that's that's the fact. And the guy was laying out all the stuff that he has done, which doesn't don't it doesn't do anything to help the black community. Yeah. You're against uh, you know the expansion of Medicare in the state. Mm -hmm. You signed on to a letter, or you drafted a letter. Once the Supreme Court rendered their decision about affirmative action uh, in colleges, he and a few other governors signed letters, or attorney generals rather, signed letters saying, well, you know, since you're doing that, why don't we extend that down to uh, education? You know, put that, I mean, not education, other areas, workplace and stuff like that, where, you know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people did get brought into jobs because there was no representation of a certain minority groups in that company. 
So he and a few other attorney generals signed on to that. And it's like the guy who was speaking on it, who was responsible for the ad, he's like, you didn't have to do that. Nobody asked you to write a letter about that, but you took it upon yourself to do it. And that, my friend, hurts the black community. He didn't see that. A few other things he's done. The biggest was you found uh, none of the officers who were involved in the killing of Breonna Taylor. You, as the attorney general, found there wasn't enough evidence to convict any of those people. Mm-hmm. But the DOJ came in and found lots of evidence. So he has a record of, now you, you're not for black folk. So when they put that ad out, call it what it is. No, all skinned folk are not kin folk. <laughs> so you can be mad all you want, but the reality is that is the truth. So yeah. your thoughts. And that's, the truth, the truth hurts. That's right. That's right. And the, the truth, truth hurts. hurts. And, and, you know, he, he, let's go to the um, Affordable Care Act. Yep. You know, he, he, he didn't mention anything about that, except the fact that he didn't want to expand Medicare. Right. Didn't, and right. and from from what I understand is that those people in Kentucky are folks that are there that everybody wanted it. But mm-hmm. the politicians did not want it because it had Obama attached to it. Right. So they just did the old okie doke. You know, it's it's not the Affordable Care. It's not it's not uh, Obamacare. It's Kentucky Care or something like that. They came up with right. some other word for it. Right. It was right. the exact same thing. All they did was change the terminology of it, and ninety. Right. 90- Five percent of the population down there said that they wanted it, but he didn't want to expand Medicare at all. Mm-hmm. And yeah. most of the people yeah. in the state said, "We want health care. Provide us health care." And so he goes, right. "No, I'm, I'm 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 against that. I'm I'm against right. that." Yep. And yep. It, and so. You know, once again, he's talking out both sides of his neck, and he's mad mm-hmm. about that. Well. The people know what's good for them, and right, the right. ACA is good for them. Right. And then right. you want to take it away from them? Right. You know, right. he wants to follow the conservative uh, playbook of getting rid of Medicare and Medicaid and all the mm-hmm. social networks and so on because that's what the conservatives and his grandpapa-in-law wants mm-hmm. to do. Yep. Yep. So he's just follow, yep. he's just following the party line, knowing that it's not good for the people. He's just yep. he's just saying that you know the the thing that gets me. I'm kind of getting sidetracked here. The thing that gets me is that these people say they always use the term. Well, the American people don't want something. Well, you're not talking about the American people in the state of of uh, California. You're not right. talking about the American people in the state of New York or Illinois or um, or Colorado. Right, right. You know, so they come. They they constantly say that the American people do don't want something when it's just that political sect of the Republican Party don't want something, and they're just following the playbook. Most of the American people are for, you know, the idea of having women to 
take responsibility of their own body. That right. most of the American people are for the idea of Medicaid and Medicare and Social Security and and providing providing jobs and getting the economy going again. But they always say that, and he's one that will say, well, well, we don't want the expansion of Medicare because the American people don't want No, just the people that <laughs> want to put your ass in office <laughs> says don't yeah. do this because they are good at following the playbook. Yeah. And I do believe that every Sunday night about 8 o'clock, they get on a conference call and this is our talking points for this week. Yep. And they're all follow the same playbook. So him being upset, you know, what's the what's the idea? The, the chickens coming home to roost. That's right. You know, so you can't be mad about stuff that folks want, and then you want to claim that people don't want it. You yeah, know, but so don't get pissed off at right. for people telling the truth. Right. Get pissed off at yourself for following following that foolishness that right, people right. have stuck into you and and, right. and these big big time donors want um uh you to be the governor of the state right yeah, and it's always these guys who um you know they, they they play to the you know to white folks that you know see I'm black but see what I can do mm-hmm. and then when you call them on it they're like why are you coming to me see I'm black I'm black no yeah. no that that's no 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 you're doing things that harm people that look like you and you know exactly what you're doing it and you know why you're doing it so don't don't be crying now because people call you out on it and 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 paint the picture that you really are. You you are not for the black community. So we we said it last week. We got to say it again. We got to implore our friends down in the state of Kentucky to vote. This guy cannot become the governor, man. It is going to be bad for uh, black folks, poor folks. It's going to be bad for people in Kentucky because this dude, he, he talk, like you say, he talks out of both sides of his neck, man. Yep. Yep. And so, having a governor that can't block some of the craziness that these people want to put forward, man, I'm telling you what, uh, I, I hope that the people do get out and vote, even though that's yeah. not an election year per se. You know, you can't sit on the sidelines. I mean, nope. I, you, nope. you can't think that, well, it's not important to me. You know, what do I have to do with that? Well, you'll find out once this son of a gun gets in the office That's and then right. you'll be bitching like, well, I can't believe that he did that. Well, you should have gotten your ass out and voted. That's right. That's you know, right. you can only blame yourself and, and your right. kinfolk for not right. getting them out there and getting them to the polls right. somehow. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah, it's a lot, lot of races, man, that are important. Uh, this election cycle going into, uh, like I said, November here, a couple of weeks, and then we we start going into 2024, and oh, it's going to be crazy, man. It's going to be crazy. So yep. a lot of folks yep. are, you know, talking about we're not going to vote, you know, for, you know, they're not going to vote for Biden. And a lot of rappers are, are leading the charge, and they're not voting for Biden. They're going to vote for for Cheeto Jesus, as you call him. It's like, I mean, come on, man. I mean, we, I, I can't, I mean, some of this, you know what, if, if we are this stupid and, and fall for a lot of this foolishness, we deserve what we, we get. Yeah, yeah. We deserve yeah. what we get. Yeah. And when you, when you look around 
and your rights are being eroded one by one, and you can't do this, and you can't do that because the people in power making all the shots, they don't look like you, and they don't care about you. Like you say, don't be bitching now. Don't be bitching now because you didn't get your ass up and drive to the polls or walk, whatever, mail in your back. You didn't do that. So you you have no right to complain, and uh, that that's that's the reality of life. Yeah. Yeah, we got to we got to we have to get that message out that people got to get out and vote on our social media. Talk to our friends, tell a friend, see a friend, tell a friend that you can't sit at home. You cannot sit at home. Those those days of saying we are going to uh, just bypass this one. Those days are over. Nope. Every every election now is important. And what what I'm afraid, you know, which we've already seen. If in the event that uh, certain Republican individuals, if they lose an election, the first they're going to cry is it's rigged. Yeah. You know, not now that the now that the the turf has been laid, that's going to be their mantra from now on. Anytime they lose, it's rigged. It's it's crooked. We got fraud, and it's like here we go, yep. here we go. You know, so I I'm a little scary, man, about uh, the country now. I just I have this angst about where we're headed and. Uh, it's it's scary, man. It's scary. Yeah. Speaking scary. of scary, uh, and staying on the topic of um, politics, uh, the House of Representatives, after three weeks, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> decided on choosing a Speaker of the House, a guy by the name of Mike Johnson mm-hmm. from the state of Louisiana, and. Um, to me, it's one of those deals where you had a group in the <clears throat> party that said, oh, I could never vote for an election denier. I could never vote for someone that is that was part of or sanctioned the uh, January 6th insurrection. And then when it came down to it, those people turned their nose and voted mm-hmm. for this guy yep. from Louisiana who is literally, uh, as I mentioned earlier, a few seconds ago, an election denier. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was an <clears throat> architect of the um, people signing petition to, to um uh, redo the election and mm-hmm. believing that the insurrectionists weren't insurrectionists. And mm-hmm. he's all the things that you think some crazy kook from politician from Louisiana, super conservative. You know, he he said that uh, his view is God's view and God's going to lead him the way that he wants to do. And he's one of those um Religious nationalists, or mm-hmm. uh, one one of those guys that want to take and ban abortion all across this mm-hmm. country, and wants to get rid of the free press and all the things that that the uh, ultra conservatives want to do. He's the guy. Yep. You know, yep. and these 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 dumbasses who says oh, I'll never vote for them, and then they mm-hmm. put their sheets. I mean, they they turn their back. And voted for this guy who um, that they're looking for. They're looking at 2024 and seeing that they don't want the house to be 
uh, run by Democrats. We'll vote for we'll vote for this guy because if we just continue to be chaotic, then nobody's gonna ever vote for us again, and so on. So that's who we got. Who yeah, yeah. it's gonna be hard to work with the guy, of course, mm-hmm. because he. Number one has only been in the House of Representatives for a short period of time. Yeah, yeah. And he he has no he has no foundations of how to run things. He's been on a committee with that dumbass Jim Jordan, mm-hmm. you know, the Judicial Committee or something like that. Yeah. But he has no experience of how's he gonna. How's he gonna control your your girl from Colorado and the dumbass from Alabama and the dumbass from Florida and from all those other red states? How's he gonna yeah. control those people? Yeah. And he hadn't been in he hadn't. It's almost like when you go into a situation and you're running a group, say that you're you know sergeant major or whatever, and this this um, airman comes in and suddenly he he's gonna he's been put in charge mm-hmm. you know well how the hell is he gonna know what to do right right you know he, he, that's what he is he he's been put in charge because all the other kooks they didn't want <laughs> yeah and, that's and, it and 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 our and our dumbass ex cheeto jesus they 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 chose a guy and he goes oh no he 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 wasn't for me so um we're not going to choose him. So, within two hours, he goes, "Well, I'm I'm dropping out. Right. What the fuck is that? <laughs> right. I'm going to be the guy they're going to put up." And Cheeto Jesus says he's he's not for me, and he has he has the spinelessness to go. Okay, he doesn't like me, so I just right. quit. Right. What right. a pussy. Yeah, yeah. What a punk ass. Yeah, these guys are afraid. They're they're so afraid of this worthless individual, man. It's at every turn. And they they like, man, what are we going to do? You know, it's like that. You know, what are we going to do, man? What are we going to do, boss? We can, you know, it's like, what are y'all afraid of this guy for? He's worthless. He's worthless, man. So they, they got their guy now. But I'm afraid, like you say, he's a novice. He ain't got enough experience. So... We got a we got a potential government shutdown coming up in a couple of weeks. Yep. They got rid of McCarthy's ass because he had the sense enough to like, you know, I need I need to go over here and talk to some of my Democratic colleagues because we cannot afford for the government to shut down because it's going to look bad for the Republican Party that here we are. We shut the government down. So what is this clown going to do here in a couple of weeks when the government is on the threshold of shutting down again? What kind of deal is he going to make? Yeah. You know, that that's what people are watching. And like you say, how are you going to control the zealots in your party when you do something they don't like? The rule, as far as I know, hasn't been thrown out. One person can oust the speaker. Yep. You do something they don't like. You're going to find your ass on the outside looking in like Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. I mean, that that, that tells you how weak he is right there because he didn't change the rule. No, no. What? What? What kind of dumbass is that? If, if right. I'm going to be the Speaker of the House, I'm going to say, first thing's going to happen, we're going to get rid of that damn then rule. We're getting rid of that rule, right. Because now right. you, you've got a gun up to my head. We're playing Russian roulette. I guess That's one right. bullet in there. It only takes one bullet to kill your ass. And it only takes one person, one uh, representative to boot your ass out of there. That's right. 
the first time he does something that uh, those crazies don't like, they're, they're, somebody's going to raise a vote, man. So I, I'm not impressed with him. Like you say, he's everything that, uh, you know, we don't need. You know, we don't need. I mean, the, it, it's, it's hilarious, man, that somebody, I forgot who had said it, right? They've, you're, you're, the, the former, well, he didn't even get a shot. Uh, Jordan, he tried three times to become speaker, but he, <laughs> yeah. but he's leading the, he's leading the charge to impeach Biden. But you don't believe that Biden won the election. So theoretically, Biden really ain't the president in your eyes. So <laughs> yeah. who are you impeaching? <laughs> you know, yeah. who are you impeaching? If you don't believe he won the election and he's really not the president, then why are you trying to impeach this guy? Yeah, it's 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 total bullshit. What is going on in the House, man? And I, I personally, I don't think it's we're in for another round of foolishness here. Because it's right before the holidays. November the 17th is the deadline. It's right before the holidays. Man, that is going to hurt a lot of people in so many ways if these fools let the government shut down because they don't want to work with the Democrats. But the language coming out of your mouth all the time is we want to do the work of the people. We want to do what's right by the American people. No, you don't. If you did, you'd be over there like, hey, what can we do to make this country better? What can we do to make sure people have this or that, meet the needs of? No, you're worried about keeping your ass in power and the people can go to hell. Well said. You know, so speaking of we I don't want to spend a lot of time on him, man, because he he's another one of these guys who just like you look pretty. He looks pretty. He yeah. I give him that. He looks pretty, but he's a wolf in sheep's clothing, man. He's a wolf in sheep's clothing. So moving on, uh, let's talk about uh, your former governor up there in the great state of Indiana. Yeah, let's talk about him. And let's talk about former VP Mike Pence, who basically decided that uh, his campaign, it's time for his campaign to come to an end. <laughs> Your campaign should have never got started. Never got started, <laughs> yeah. As as in the famous words of Roberto Duran, no mas. I can't no take mas. no That's mo. Right. No <laughs> mo. You know, and then he, you know, he had the nerve. He's always quoting his Bible, man. So he, he said, you know, every time, everything, there is a time for every season. So my season is up. It's like, dude, you, you should have kept your ass on the sidelines <laughs> because you had no credibility whatsoever. None. No credibility yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, you thought like, man, you ain't you ain't getting nowhere near the White House no more. Yeah, he's done. <laughs> And I, I hope there's a there's a friggin' law in the state of Indiana that he can't fucking run here again. So yeah, that would that would be great uh, because yeah. he, he's 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 another one of these guys, man. He, these these ultra, I'm you know my Christian values and whatnot, and all these people now. It's amazing, man. All these people now that have suddenly got religion and realize how bad Orange Julius Caesar is. But now they all realize how bad he is. And if I had known that, I would have never. Yeah, but you were along for the ride and you hitched your wagon to a horse that was worthless. But you were enjoying <laughs> that ride. And now you got a conscience. Yeah. You know, you, after you wrote your book deal and, and did all this foolishness. Now you suddenly realize that Trump was a bad person. Really? Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> too, 
and 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 then he decides that he's going to come out and 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 not mention Trump by by name for the longest. And finally, he got right. the balls enough to say, right. "Well, Donald right. Trump, he 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 did." Hold on for a second. <laughs> Uh, he had the he had the guts to say that what he did was was wrong and so on. So, you know, I yeah. I have no, no faith in him. He never did. It, it, from the first time that he was selected to be the VP, I went, this ain't going to work. <laughs> He's Orange Julius Caesar only chose him because it makes the religious people feel like they're getting the right guy. Mm-hmm. He ain't going to do nothing. The the person that he's going to be the underling for is not a religious person. Right. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't understand how you can, right. you can tout your Christian values when you're going to work for someone who has no Christian values. Right. Uh, right. That's right. kind of weird right. to me. Just, just yeah. saying no, you know, you're absolutely right. You're and absolutely. and then once he <laughs> once he decided that he was going to do the the right thing by, you know, staying at the Capitol during the insurrection there, he he did that right. But you know, to him, you know, if if he had to do, do it again, I'm sure he would do the same thing. But his political career was over. Mm-hmm. You know, when people are out there. <laughs> Putting up gallows for your ass. Right. <laughs> you think they're gonna vote for you? Right. Dang Mike Pence. We just right. heard that Mike Pence didn't do what he was supposed to do. Right. Fuck right. Mike Pence. It's Hang right. his ass. Hang yeah. Mike Pence. Yeah. Hang Mike. Yeah. It was. It was done. You were done. Yeah. You weren't gonna be yeah. ever gonna be president. Period. Yeah. So you know, take your ass back yeah, to Columbus, yeah. Indiana. All yeah. right, and just fucking hang out on the boardwalk down there, you and and mother. Oh my God! He probably would have had a lot more credibility if you know, even after the first year of Knucklehead's term, because you've seen enough in a year to say, you know what, man, this ain't for me, man. I mean, we we did that as kids. There were certain things we realized, you know what, I I don't need to be here. You know that feeling you get in your spirit. It's like, yeah, I don't need to be here. I'm sure he got that feeling a thousand times. <laughs> it's like, you know what? I don't need to be a part of this. And you know what? I, my faith tells me I can't do it. He would have had a lot more credibility, and he might have had a chance to run and have a successful campaign. If after a year he said, you know what? i got to step down as a VP because my Christian values are incompatible with the individual that's the president of the United States. Yeah. Yep. You you might have garnered some support from people, but you endorsed that behavior for four years. You stood up there every day with this man lied and disparaged people and called people out of their name. You did that every day. But those are not Christian behaviors. I mean, you endorsed that. So you lost all credibility. Like you say, man, people trying to hang you, looking <laughs> for you. It's like nobody going to vote for you, man. No, nobody no. gonna vote for you. I mean, luckily so, he didn't go along with the whole thing. And like right. uh, Jenna Ellis, I think she was the last one that she she gonna turn state's evidence. Yeah, we so talking he, about her last week. Yeah, a little bit last week. We <laughs> we I, said I said who was gonna be the next <laughs> Jenna Ellis and Jenna oh, Ellis. I, I I I never should have yeah. believed. Now, don't be fucking crying now, bitch. Uh, yeah, don't, don't be crying now. Yeah. <laughs> Your tears ain't going to save you. 
know, you, they all knew, man, what this guy was. They saw the, the, the corruptness every day. They saw the illegal crap that he was sponsoring. He, they saw him inside a mob to, to destroy the Capitol. They saw this every day. But you were going along for the ride. And then you know, like, oh, man, it's going to give me a good book deal when this is over. And all the other perks of hanging out with this fool. Now, when, as you say, when the chickens come home to roost, it ain't too funny no more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're going to get a book deal. All right. Yeah. They ain't, they're going to get booked. <laughs> <laughs> Mag. Yeah. Like, what is What's it? My time? ass got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's Mag. We need a man. My ass got arrested. I think you said cartoon. That's what Mag is. My ass got arrested. <laughs> All these people now, and one by one, the dominoes are falling. So Jenna Ellis, we 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 predicted that last week. Yep. Eastman might be next. You know, but the Fanny Willis, she knew exactly what she was doing, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. She knew exactly what she was doing. Yeah. So, so yeah, Pence is off the trail. Did he say who he was endorsing? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would be, I, I would be curious to see who he's going to endorse. Well, you know, Gito, Cheeto Jesus said it would be nice to have a Mike Pence endorsement. But he ain't gonna. If he endorses him, man, I'm gonna cut his <laughs> ass up. I'm gonna cut him a new ass. Uh, After the yeah. man almost had you hang, you're right. gonna go. Yeah, oh well, yeah, right. I'm going to endorse. I'm going to endorse this guy. Right. And he's right. he's calling for your head to be chopped off. Right. Right. Really? Called you a punk. Called you a punk. Yeah. Called you a fucking else. pussy in yeah. front of his daughter. In front of his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and so now you you gonna turn around and endorse this guy? That's that's like all of them, man. When 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 Knucklehead first ran and he talked about everybody's talked about Ted Cruz's daddy that he was involved in killing Kennedy and talked about Jeb Bush and all these people, and then they turn around and endorse him. <laughs> I mean, what is that? That ain't number straight up cowardice, man. Yeah, that yeah. y'all are so afraid of this guy. And it's like he can't hurt you. No. And, he can't and hurt you now. The the other thing is that dumbass has been in court this week, and and I said this to Lynn. I said the other day, I guess it was a few days ago, you know, they're having a trial and they've got Michael Coins up there uh, testifying. He gets up, storms out of the place, mm-hmm. and outside of the courtroom doors are these press people. So right. he gets up and goes directly outside and starts bitching at the press. Now, mm-hmm. what the fact that they can do to shut his ass up is that well, his ass comes out and there's no press there. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't yeah. you like to see the look great. on his face Absolutely. if he comes Absolutely. out and there, you know, he sticks his hands out and what? Mm-hmm. And if there's no press, I bet you he would. He would. He would be like when George Bush was trying to get out of the door and it was locked. He didn't know yep, what to yep. do. So <laughs> if if the press would stop if the press would stop pandering to him, oh we have to hear what he says, he'll yeah. go away. Yep. He'll yep. go away. Well, you know, he might, but his he, ass likes, might, his, he likes yeah. that. That's what he wants. He wants an audience. If there's no yep. audience He's gonna feel like a fool. That's but my yeah. mom always used to say, son, if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna beat somebody up because they're talking about you, 
just ignore them. It's gonna hurt. Yeah. It's gonna hurt them more for you to ignore yeah. them than yeah. it is for you to go ahead and confront somebody, because yeah. that's what they want you to do. They want you to confront somebody, just like yeah. just like him. He wants. He wants to be the headline. He wants to be right. seen. If you don't show right. his ass, he'll right. wither away. Yeah. He, he might get locked up here, man, because he disparaged that judge again. I know. He said I... some stuff today. So the judge might, you know what? I'm locking you up. That that would be amazing. Like, put him in jail and lock him up because he he, he thinks he can, he thinks he's truly above the law, man. Yeah. This and, is... And, it says a lot. It says a lot about the criminal justice system. I don't care who you are. They always say no one's above the law, but you're not showing that. You're letting this guy get pass after pass after pass, and there's no repercussions. Okay, you fine him a few hundred dollars, a couple of thousand dollars or whatnot. That means nothing to him. But you lock his ass up in a cage and turn that key, I, that'll have a serious effect on him. So they would treat you or I like that if we if we are here threatening people and disparaging, you know, uh, people of the court and whatnot. They would lock our ass up. Yeah. But he here, keeps getting pass after pass after pass. Here's my thoughts. My thoughts is that he wants to be locked up. Mm. He wants to be locked up because soon as he gets locked up, there's going to be people that's going to be sending him all kinds of money. You know, he's running out of money. He's going to lose the yeah. case in New York. Oh All yeah. Right? They already know that he's he's into maybe two hundred million dollars worth of mm-hmm. worth of fines and, and all that. And he may have yeah. to end up paying more. So if he gets locked up, it may only be for a few days or so. You guarantee I guarantee you, Lindsey Graham, Mike mm. McCarthy, all these people will say, You're gonna have to get out there and send five dollars to me so we can help get <laughs> President Trump get, get Trump out of jail. That's that's what yeah. he wants. He's only yeah. doing that because he this is this is just me speaking now. He wants the attention. He's like the kid that 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 everybody hates, but he wants the attention. So he's gonna mm. keep doing it until they lock his ass up. Now, well, here's the thing. If they lock his ass up, send his ass to Rikers Island where, you know, he's getting mm-hmm. fucking mush for, for <laughs> yeah. breakfast, lunch and dinner. Put him in the yeah. orange fucking jumpsuit so he can mm-hmm. he can literally become um, uh, he fades away because he's orange anyway. Okay. Right, right. He'll so blend right in. He'll blend right in. He'll be stealthy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> get I mean, the Secret Service would have a would have a hard time because that yeah, that has to be locked in jail with him, trying to protect are, his ass. Or sitting right outside the the cell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody somebody up in there would shank his ass, probably. Mm-hmm. You know, you never yeah. that probably try. Oh, so you you okay? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a Muslim. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah I got yeah. big calves. You know, I'm yeah. I'm a mule. Yeah. Oh, I'm a yeah. mule, huh? Yeah. Okay. I'm from one of those shithole countries, you said, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I'm from one of them shithole countries, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, they should, man. Send him down to Rikers and put him in a jumpsuit and uh, lock his ass up. <laughs> but that, that may happen tomorrow because he, he said some stuff today about the judge. He said some remarks about the judge proper. So we'll see. We'll see what kind of cojones this judge has got. 
Yeah. You know, are you going to follow through and treat him like you would treat any other person that's threatening or intimidating witnesses? When Are you going to treat this guy like you're going to treat everybody else? If not, then shut the hell up and just let this guy keep getting away with this day after day after day. Yep. 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 All right, all right. So, new house speaker. We kind of got new down house. that. We, we kind of yeah, went down we, that rabbit hole. Didn't see Alice, but we went down the rabbit hole a little yeah, bit there. A little bit, yeah, a little bit, you little know, bit, little Everything yeah. leads to something else. Um, um, yeah. the, the next topic we uh, want to talk about is not so uh, cheerful or anything. It's over the 500th mass shooting that's taken place. Um, this year in this in this mm-hmm. in this calendar year, and yeah. this happened in Massachusetts. Uh, Maine. I can't, can't, Maine. Maine. I'm Maine. sorry, Maine. Yeah. Um, I can't think of the name of the town. Um, Lewiston. Lewiston. Lewiston, Maine. Mm-hmm. Yep. And 18 have been killed. Several are still in the hospital in critical condition. Mm-hmm. And uh, the shooter went to a bowling alley, and then mm-hmm. he went to um, uh, bar. a bar, a bar, and shot up the place with um, AK-style rifles that had, you know, um, extended magazines and stuff like that. There was a manhunt out for him for a couple of days, yep, yep. and they. Um, Found his body um, right near the car that he ditched uh, uh, in around the town there. Um, once again, it it comes to the fact that you know people and want people. Well, the people that are for gun control are saying, you know, this is what you get. Uh, there's a representative. I can't think of his name now who was against any type of gun control. And mm-hmm. uh, he was from Lewiston and basically mm-hmm. said, hey, I, you know, I apologize. It's my fault that I wasn't forceful enough to get these things done. And, and we said many times on this program that it never really affects you until it affects you. Right. You, know, you can oh this this happens someplace else, you know, not in my backyard. You know, this would never happen in, in, in my backyard. Well, it happened in his backyard, in his home home city. Um and then suddenly he's um changing his changing his mind. You know. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I heard that, man, and it's like Okay, like I say, it's 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 right in your backyard. So now, okay, I'm go. I want to pass this legislation to ban assault weapons. Well, weren't you moved from all the other shootings that have taken place? I guess they didn't move you enough. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I mean that's that was when I heard that. I'm like, oh, now you got a conscience. Now you feel a certain way because it's in your hometown. What about yeah. the other people? When you're a congressman and you had the opportunity to vote in legislation, like you say, you need to be forceful enough. A right. lot of other innocent people have been killed prior to this dude showing up in your hometown in a, killing innocent people. Now yeah. you got a conscience about it. It's yeah. like, okay, whatever, man. You know. His name was Jared Golden. 
Yeah, I couldn't remember. Yeah, I knew it was something Jared, mm-hmm. but I couldn't remember the last name. But it's like, I, I'm sorry, man. Too many. Uh, I mean, where was your conscience? Uh, were you? Uh, was he in Congress when Sandy Hook went down? Were you in Congress when the Aurora guy shot up people in a, uh, a movie theater? Yeah, what Uvalde? about Buffalo, New York? Uvalde, yep. Yep. Uh, the Pulse nightclub in Orlando. Yep. You that didn't affect you a certain way. I mean, a lot of these guys, man. I can't stand these people, man. Yeah. It's, he's, it's like he's, I'll give him a I'll give, I'll cut him a little slack because he's he's kind of new. But the thing that burnt my ass was fucking Susan Collins. Yep, yep. And you he, know, he, she, she gets up there. Right, right. Uh, it may be for the I'm not, I voted against them. Uh, oh, man, I tell you yep, what. Yep. Don't be. Yep. And she still denied that she would, you know, ban assault. Assault weapons. She just yeah. she just denied it, mm-hmm. and so they asked her the question, of course, and she you know ran around and she did she did Olympics. She's she is faster than Shonda Richardson <laughs> running the hundred. Shakari Shakari Richardson, <laughs> you know, running around that question, you know, and well, it's the mental health people. It's mental health. Well, the, the guy was fucking crazy, but they still sold him a fucking gun. <laughs> still sold him a gun, right? Really. Right. And in Maine, they don't have red flag laws. They have right. yellow flag laws. What right. the fuck? Right. Yellow, red, you know, they should right. just ban right. this shit all together, right? right? Yeah, that's what my uh, you're you're the new speaker. He he dodged the question. He's like, oh, you know, it's it's a it's a heart issue. Yeah, <laughs> we were like, what? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That. That, that, that that heart didn't walk into that bar and 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 kill all those people and and that bowling alley kids innocent in there having a teen night. The heart, what what heart walked into there and did that? No, an individual yeah. did that. Yeah, you know. Well, and 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 I mean, they they come up with so many. I mean, they're so afraid of these people, man. The gun lobbyists, they're afraid of them. They're afraid of Trump. They're afraid of everybody. To do anything, man, that's going to help the lives of the people in this country. They're scared shitless of all these entities. Yeah, yeah. The the, the biggest problem is not the heart. It's their heart. Their heart, yes. Because they are heartless. Because you think of all these people that has been killed. You know, the, the 20-some kids at Sandy Hook, first mm-hmm. graders? Yeah, first graders. And that wouldn't... That wouldn't move you enough to ban these things? Nope. You nope. know, from 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 crazy people? You know, nope. they don't have the heart. You know, their heart's made of stone. They don't they nope. don't have a pulse in there. Nope. They don't have them they, at all. They don't have a heart at all because all they want to do is run for re-election. And mm-hmm. you know that hundred and seventy-four thousand dollars a year that they're getting is pushing them to do what's wrong for the American people. I'm yep. sorry, that's how it is, you know. And it's it's funny that from 1994 until 2004 there was a ban on assault that's weapons. That's right. That's right. Really? That's and, right. And and there were fewer people killed by assault weapons. Now it's All the right. weapon of choice. Mm-hmm. Yep. They let it expire. They let it expire. And the NRA got to baby Bush, and he yep. let it expire. Let it expire. So, yep. you know, the usual commentary, um, you know, like folks will be, 
you know, they'll be all up in arms here for the next few days. And I, I knew it. I knew it. Like you and I are talking on this mic. I knew this dude was going to kill himself because he's a coward and yep. didn't want to face the re- reality. You killed a bunch of innocent people. You need to take your punishment. But no, as usual, these fools always kill themselves. You know, it's like, come on, man. So I, I don't know when when are we ever going to get tired of this? I really I really wonder when are we truly going to get tired of this? So this guy in Maine, he he got a wake up call. So he's going to be an activist now to get assault weapons banned. But it takes more than one. And it takes more than somebody rolling up in your neck of the woods doing this. You need to be concerned about the country as a whole, because we said it before. We said it time and time again. It's going to happen again. It's just a matter of when. Yep. It's and just it's, a matter happened, of when. it's happened 594 times. Yeah. People, just this year. And there's only 365 days in a year. Right. Just this year. We are the only industrialized nation that has this problem. The only industrialized nation that has this issue. You know, and... Um, I don't know, man. I just it's 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 it makes you sick, man, that dude, nobody wants to do anything about it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, dumbass. Nobody Susan, wants to do anything. Susan Collins go, Oh, I can go along with a ban of a ban of the high high uh, volume magazines, but I won't ban assault rifles altogether. Because, you know, Maine, we're hunters in Maine. You know. Okay. But you don't fucking who goes out and you fucking shoot a moose right. or fucking bear right. with an assault rifle? Right. They'll shoot them with a right. with a a thirty odd six or right. a three oh eight with a right. scope and so on because the moose right. will fuck you up. That's right. You know nobody right they 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 have the same old argument. Well, we hunt, man. You shoot you shoot a deer with an AR fifteen. There ain't gonna be nothing left. <laughs> Ain't gonna be nothing left. Just like these kids who are getting massacred with these things, it's like it's never mind. It's 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 sad, man, that we live in a state where you have leaders, so-called leaders in this country, don't have the moral courage to do something that would benefit the whole country. You're not taking away anybody's rights. You're just saying this weapon, we are not allowing it anymore. If you got one, your grandfather then you can keep whatever. But we ain't making any more. We ain't selling anymore. Right. I don't see why that's a big deal. Hey, I'm sure the uh, Cubans would buy them from the manufacturers. I'm sure they would. I'm sure the Russians <laughs> would buy them from the manufacturer. The Saudis and the Iranians and everybody else would buy them. You know, when they when they started banning smoking, mm-hmm. Philip Morris. And Brown didn't go out of business. They nope. just fucking sent their nope. business overseas. Right. None of these you know, people are There's more are fucking two-year-old right. smokers over in, in the, <laughs> the Middle East and in Europe right. than they right. are here. Right. Because they're, they're going to continue to make their money because they simply aren't going to lose that. They're not going to lose that revenue trend. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's Yeah. So they're... Uh, you know, Maine is dealing with that, and uh, like you say, man, I, it's, we're, we'll be here probably again talking about this again because we we are a violent country, man. We, yeah. We're just violent. We're just violent, man. Yeah. And uh, people get mad, and first thing they do is pick up a gun. And uh, my thing is, I think you've heard me say here time and time again, 
You can be pissed off. I don't care if you're pissed off about whatever. You don't like immigrants. You don't like this. You don't like that. And you're mad. Kill yourself. Don't bring other innocent people into it. Yeah. Just take your own life. Be done with it. But don't bring innocent people in, into your foolishness, man. Yeah. And that's what a lot of these idiots do, man. It's like, I'm, I'm mad. Blah, blah, blah. And then they go shoot up a grocery store. These people ain't got nothing to do with your foolishness. No. So anyway. Okay. All right. All right. I'll let you uh, I'll let you kick off the next topic, which you brought up on the air and uh, very exciting topic. So I'll throw it over to you. All right. All right. Um, Eighty five years ago tomorrow, uh, Orson Welles and his um, radio broadcast in uh, 1938. Uh, literally scared the hell out of Americas because they put on a radio show called The War of the Worlds, Mm -hmm. in which an imaginary spaceship had landed in Grover's Corner, New Jersey, and these um, beings were coming out of the uh, spaceship, and they were incinerating um, the population in Grover's Corner, New Jersey. And so a lot of people didn't realize that this was a RKO production. It was a radio broadcast. And at the beginning of the broadcast, they said that the events that are about to happen is all made up by the actors that are going to be portraying these people. And um, there was another famous guy that was in this, uh, John House. Remember John Houseman? John Houseman, yeah. Yep. John Houseman played a role in there, and Orson Welles played several different roles. And um, when I was teaching history, I taught about the War of the Worlds, because 1938, there's a lot of weird stuff going on in the world at that time. Uh, there's a guy over in Germany by the name of Adolf Hitler was about ready to start World War II. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a, a, a huge storm on the East Coast that uh, made people fearful. Uh, Snow White and the Seven uh, Dwarfs came out as a... Uh, cartoon that year, which had witches and things like that and drawers and so on. So people were, especially people down south, um, you know, in the Bible Belt, you know, mm-hmm. it's it freaked them out. They wouldn't even, they wouldn't even show it in certain uh, theaters down there. And then Orson Welles took the H.G. Um, H.G. Wells um, book and turned it into a play over the radio. Mm. And the people didn't hear the broadcast that this was all made up and so on. So some people tuned into it a little late and they thought that this thing was really happening, that Martians had landed in Grover's Corner, New Jersey, and they were working their way up towards New York City and they were incinerating people. And it sounded so real because I I played – the broadcast to my kids radio because they still had some um they still had some uh some um youtube broadcast of it mm-hmm. and their acting was spot on i mean 
they had a reporter that was there. I'm I'm a reporter. I'm sitting here, and, and there's this 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 cylindrical object that suddenly is is coming and it's raising up, and then suddenly and then suddenly, ah! and this voice it goes silent. You know, so the guy has been yeah. incinerated, and we're standing here, and so and so has just been said, "Run for your life, everybody!" And then, and it, it was it was perfect. It was perfect, wow. and people believed this stuff. I mean, if you listen to it, it sounded like. I mean, of course, in 1938, people didn't have cell phones. Right. They didn't. Right. They didn't have right. television. Right. This had radio. Radio was the main media back then so this play that went on it sounded like and they're on their way up to up the coastline and they're going to be in new york city and oh my god people are jumping out people are jumping out of the windows there's a whole bunch of people in the church and they are praying that they're going to survive and and then orson will comes on as franklin roosevelt and he sounds kind of like franklin roosevelt and people thought that the president of the united states was saying hey we need to do this to protect the people. And the army showed up and the army showed up and the, the, the Martians blasted the army and it killed the army people. It, if you well, listen, I don't know if you ever listened to the original broadcast. No, I haven't listened to the original now. <clears throat> it is amazing what they did, but it was all fake. And there's a lot of people that thought it was true. There were people that mm. were shooting at water towers thinking that the, the oh. legs of the monster were coming down at midnight. <laughs> Pitch black. They're shooting at water towers thinking that this is the monster. So the real thing is that it scared most of the people on the East Coast. And then the blowback the next day is that people were saying to Orson Welles and Orson Welles said, hey, you know, it was all it was all a play. You know, mm-hmm. did you know that people were jumping out of buildings and killing themselves because they thought the Martians were coming and so on? And he was like freaking out. Am I going to go to jail because I put this play on and people were really killing themselves? Well, people really didn't jump out of windows and stuff like that. But to him, the reports were people were killing themselves because the Martians were coming and they didn't want to be captured by the Martians or incinerated and so on. And so. Wow. It freaked out a whole bunch of people on top of people being afraid of Nazism. And they had the American mm-hmm. Communist Party, a fascist party that was going on in the same time up in upstate New York. They had the Father Coughlin, who was a radio priest, who was uh, basically a Nazi in America. All these things were frightening. Uh, uh, Americans were fearful. And then this radio broadcast came on and literally scared the shit out of most of the East Coast because they really thought that the Martians had had landed. And if you only listened to it now, we we saw the the movie with Gene. Was it Gene Barry? Yeah, 1954. Well, that 1954. And then. and then Tom Cruise did a did a remake. Right. And maybe War of the Worlds. He did a remake, yes. too. But yeah. we saw that. But if you listen yeah. to the RKO one, mm-hmm. man, and all you all you could do is just visualize what was going on. <laughs> Even my kids in, in my history class thought, oh, my God, they were. Wow. They were like paying attention. They were like, you know, usually you get a little conversation going on mm-hmm. and they were listening like. Oh my God! This is this, and they would go, "Oh, that was really cool." They really, I really thought, I really got into it, you know. Wow! But that was yeah. eighty-five years ago. Tomorrow. Wow! 
tomorrow. Yep. Now, could you imagine if something like that happened today? <laughs> could you imagine the chaos that would happen today if somebody did something like that over uh, over radio today? Oh, over, well, not over radio, over TV or over the internet. TV, over TV, right, over, over the TV. internet, right. Yeah, the yeah, other yeah. mediums now. We got so many other mediums now. What would happen if Al Roker suddenly did that? Yeah, yeah. On the Today Show, how yeah. many people? How many people would freak out? Lester Hayes did did that on CBS. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How many people would 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 freak out because oh, would, what you oh, see yeah. is the real deal, right? Right, right. It would be world um, countrywide panic. <laughs> countrywide panic. Yeah. And I think a lot of that, a lot of uh, that broadcast. Correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of you know the War of the Worlds broadcast. Uh, I think that led to the creation of the uh, the emergency broadcast system. Yep. You know, letting people know, like, you get them every now and on your TV, you know, this is a test, you know, that, you know, if something really was going to happen, you get this, you know, through your television that, hey, this is the president or whoever, you know, this is a test. Um, they We had one here a few weeks ago. Right, you know, right. That, you know, so, but yeah, we, we, this would be crazy. The country would go into hysteria if this happened. Somebody yeah. had the had the courage to do that now. Yeah, if you ever get a chance, go go out there yeah, on YouTube. Out to YouTube. If, yeah, if you're exactly. if you're driving someplace and just just put it on. I think it's like uh yeah. I think it it's like forty two minutes long, okay. something like that. Okay. Okay. You know? Cause I, I we were doing a thing in my history class on on radio and in the in that time and so I played Orson Welles. I also played some Abbott and Costello. Uh, Who's on CD. First? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they 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 love that <laughs> Abbott and Costello. I I played some uh, showed some Buster Keaton clips ah. from the from the twenties and so on, and how athletic he was, and all the stunts he did was you know he he did it himself. There was no stand-ins or anything like that. Yeah, so yeah. that part of history I really liked because I always able to share with them extra things that weren't in your in your books. Right, it's like right. there wasn't <clears throat> there weren't very many things about the Tuskegee Airmen in the books, but I always brought an extra flavor to that by mm. bringing up extra things. There weren't very many things right. about the tankers that my my uncle Mitch was in the the Black Panther that the fought Black with Tanker, Patton. Black Panthers, yep, yeah. Yep. But I brought all of those, mm. those extra experiences that I've had through my experiences to kids that I taught. So, you know, that's, yeah, that's the yeah. one thing about teaching, even though the book says one thing, it doesn't mean that you have to go by the book all the time. Right, 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 you know? right. So, right, and the world of the world is that I found that and shared that with the kids. And I think for the most part, they, they kind of agreed with it. They liked it a lot. Yeah. I, I like listening to, you know, old radio broadcasts and stuff, man. You, you, know, you probably remember and you were overseas, you were in Italy. There was no television. So you listened to a lot of radio shows. Right. Especially on the on the military network. You listen to a lot of radio shows. And I I remember this one show. It was it was it was a superhero called Chicken Man. <laughs> and I mean, it was so it, you thought like, man, you got into this dude because of all the things that he was involved, he was a superhero and he did all kind of cool things, man. But you just got absorbed into listening to this radio show because you, you could visualize it in your mind what was going on. And I'm sure the same thing happened with the uh, with the War of the Worlds broadcast. People probably like, oh, what the hell? 
we're getting we're getting attacked. Yeah, and yeah. it was so it was so real sounding because they had reporters mm. that were yeah. on the spot and they give you a description. I hear this sound, and then suddenly this 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 eyeball is popping up, and and oh my god! And then suddenly he screams. You hear this sound like a laser, and he screams, and suddenly mm. he's silenced, like he's mm. been he, he's been evaporated, and so on. You know, wow. so wow. it's really really impressive what they did, and it's yeah. really artful how they did it and it made it oh sound God, so yeah. especially especially when the guy sounded like franklin roosevelt yeah orson oh Welles had, his, had, his, had everything down for him man yeah. and people i can see why people believed it mm-hmm. you know well, i'm gonna go so. out to youtube see if i can find it since yeah. then it might be out there since tomorrow's the 85th anniversary oh YouTube yeah you'll put you'll it back it. out there you'll yeah, find YouTube it if may. i found it yeah. You know, yeah. before I retired, you, you'll find it. It's, yeah, let me, it's let not me, going anywhere. Yeah, let me check it out. Let me yep. check it out. All right. Yep. All right. So, All right. Last so we, topic for this Last evening. topic. Uh, this one is, uh, oh, wow. This one is, is huge, in my opinion. Um, the passing of a cultural icon uh, from our era when we were growing up. Uh, I can't. I don't know of anybody our age who wasn't excited to go to the theater to see a black private eye taking it <laughs> to the man, and that's uh, Shaft. And that was uh, Richard Roundtree played the detective John Shaft, and he passed uh, passed a few days ago, and uh, he meant a lot, I think, to to the black culture at that time because we didn't have anybody. Uh, to look at on the screen that, you know, basically stood up to the man, you yep. know, yep. and uh, here comes this guy, sharp dresser. He's got the ladies and uh, he, he he did things his own way. And, you know, a lot of folks, man, I, I, I didn't have one, but I'm sure a lot of folks went out. They bought the, the long leather maxi coat, thing, <laughs> yep. you know, and, uh, you know, try to emulate how he dressed and whatnot. But uh, Richard Roundtree, in my opinion, a cultural icon, man. And uh, I paid homage to him yesterday. I watched all the Shaft movies. Oh, watched, yeah. All three of them? I watched all three of them. See, it was Shaft, Shaft's Big Score, and Shaft in Africa. Shaft right? in Africa, yeah. <laughs> so I had to pay pay homage. And uh, I'm like, man, this was this was. I mean, yeah, it was good. It was That's, I mean, we spent a lot of Saturdays in the State Theater watching. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Watching that those movies of that black exploitation era, right? Uh, I, I don't consider Shaft pretty much a black exploitation film. I mean, it was, it was, it was groundbreaking at the time because there were no black heroes on the screen, so to speak. So, well, the, you know, the, the one thing that they did, I, I think, prior to was was um, Superfly prior to Shaft. I think Shaft came first. Shaft then and, and then Superfly. Think, yeah, I think Shaft came first, then Superfly. Yeah. But the the other thing that's unique about it is that I think Isaac Hayes did Isaac Hayes win an Academy Award or a Isaac Grammy Hayes for went, it? Yeah, he won. Uh, he won a he, he won a Grammy for the Shaft soundtrack. Uh, okay. Yeah, for the the theme from Shaft. One the, the theme one from the Shaft. Theme from Shaft. Yep. 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 Yeah, and that was the start of a lot of artists started doing soundtracks. I mean, Curtis Mayfield did Superfly, and James Brown did uh, a lot of Rocky. The, uh, rock, you know, Rocky, and all these now art, art music artists are doing soundtracks. So yep. yeah, Isaac Hayes and a lot of lot of good songs on that soundtrack. Oh yeah, good songs on that soundtrack. So yeah, and, and and the thing that you remember about Shaft, the 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 
the album is that every song that comes on, you could remember what part of the right. movie that was. <laughs> yep. Yep. You know, because it wasn't yeah. just layered with, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there. Right. You right. know, when Bumpy's theme came on, yeah. you know, Bumpy was <laughs> Bumpy was being being interrogated or right. Bumpy had just gotten in trouble because he yeah. didn't do what the man wanted him to do. Right, right, right. You know? Yeah, a lot, lot of good folks in that movie. Uh, you know, Bumpy, uh, Moses Gunn, and mm-hmm. Richard Roundtree, and uh, Drew Bundini Brown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Lot, lot of good folks in there, but yeah, I paid homage, uh, pulled out the collection, and you know, it's like, man, that that was an era. That yep. was an era. So, and he played. He he. I mean, he did several roles, but he also right, played right. in Roots. He was in Roots. Yeah, he was in Roots. I forget the role. Was he, he was was he, he was, Miss Kizzy? He was he was he was something to Miss Kizzy. Yeah. Was he was he a boyfriend? Boyfriend or something? Oh like yeah, that? yeah, His yeah. Boyfriend. That's right. It's Kizzy, yes. Yeah. Chicken George didn't want <laughs> him messing around with uh, Kizzy. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. He was in Roots. He was, uh, uh, he was, um, he was a chauffeur, I think it was. Yep. He chauffeuring horse, horses around, but yeah, yeah he, yep. he was in there. There. Um, he had a role in the reprise when Samuel L. Jackson played Shaft. Yep. He was in that. Um, he was in, uh, what's the movie with, um, oh, it's got Fred Williamson, Pam Greer. They're, they're all old school gangsters that come Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So they're all in there together and he's in that too. So what is the name of that movie? I can't, I don't know. I can't Uh, think of it. Gosh, what is that? Oh, that's it. Original gangsters. I think (laughs) that's the name. Original gangsters. Oh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go look yeah. those up, man. They all come back, and uh, <laughs> it's funny right. because they all come back, and uh, that's the one where Isaac Hayes gets a bunion because yeah. he, he plays uh, Chuck <laughs> Turner, and he he gets a bunion on his foot. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but yeah, they come back and show those young young gangsters like how to, we how to do it. Back. Yeah, that's how you do it, right? So yeah, but he's. Yeah, Richard Roundtree is in there reprising his role, but yeah, that's, that's but yeah, legend, legend, cultural icon, rest in peace, rest in power, Mister Richard Roundtree. Roundtree. Yeah. Shaft, Shaft, only talking about Shaft. This guy, Shaft, is a bad, bad mother. Shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all good. It's all good. You're right about that. Well. Well, this has been a good. This has been good. Yeah. You know, once again, we 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 do it right. We we say what we see. Yep. And yep. Uh, we ended on a happy note there, talking about Richard Roundtree and uh, things that went on there, and he, how he was an icon for um, young black folks to um, mm-hmm. see a black detective. You know, because yeah. normally when you saw detectives, there was always a white detective uh, right. putting handcuffs on somebody black. Right. And so uh, Shaft was the detective that went after the man. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the big bosses. So it would be someone like Orange Julius Caesar. He'd put right. him down <laughs> for yep. sure. So, yeah, but yeah this yeah. has been a good conversation. Absolutely. Most definitely. Yep, yep, yep. Right. All right. 
So it's uh, things are going on. Like I say, the World Series is underway, still going on. Baseball still going on. So yep. I, I I guess you can still use the baseball phrase to sign off one more time. One World more Series should, It should be over by the time we come on next week. Next week, yeah. <laughs> Did your Broncos win today? The Broncos won, man. They beat the Chiefs. They uh, they were all over Mahomes, man. And uh, yep. they played very good. Uh, what was the final score? 20, 24 to 9, I think it was. Okay. Yeah, so they Kansas didn't City allow. Only got, free, only got field goals. Yeah, they they kept them out of the end zone. Rushed through three TDs, the three different receivers. Um, Denver's got two good backs, man. They got two young backs that were just running all over the place, and the defense played good today. They intercepted Mahomes three times today. Hmm. So yeah, they played quite well, and so they're two, a uh, three and five now. So okay. hey. Uh, the Buffs lost yesterday. Dion then lost. I don't know if you saw that game. Yep, or I not. saw that. Saw that. Uh, a lot of questionable calls in that game. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. When uh, I, I just yeah, I, I think uh, they, they need to get tougher, and I think they're too small. I think they're too yeah. small, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're 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 they are small. They are small, and yeah. they got to do something to protect to protect uh, Shadur, man, or he's gonna get hurt. He is yeah. going to get hurt because the offensive line cannot protect him. Right. So I felt bad that he got hit, sacked. I mean, he, every time you look Seven up, times. he's on the ground, man. I'm like, dang, there's no way your body can't take this punishment like this, right. man. Yep. So hopefully, uh, you know, Dion's able to get some, uh, some, some linemen in there. Um, hopefully, folks are going to give him some grace. Uh, because this is their first year, I, I'm anticipating a lot of folks grumbling, you know, if things don't go the way they thought they were going to go. But, you know, this is their first year. Yeah. Uh, it's a learning process. Uh, he's going to put his mark on this team. I think that I think they're going to be better, but it may not just be this year. So we'll hopefully right. he gets the same grace that uh, other coaches have gotten when they've come into a new program. Um, hopefully he's afforded the same level of grace. Yeah. So. At least give him five, five years because right. it takes right. four years worth of recruiting. Who's he going to recruit? Right. Plus you got right. these portals and hopefully there'll be some people that are, that um, especially linemen, uh, offense and defense that mm-hmm. will um, yeah. come in. Uh, the, the back end is 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 cool. The, the secondary, yeah, yeah, yeah their secondary the side is is, is yeah. good. Their yeah, receivers they, pretty damn good. Yeah, uh, linebackers yeah. they just gotta they gotta work on the front seven on both sides. Yep, yep. You know, the offensive so. line, defensive line, and linebackers, and if they do that, they concentrate on them. In a couple years, they should be they should be. Um, doing pretty well in the uh they're in the pac 12 right yeah they're going yeah. to the pac 12 next year so yeah yeah they, they're gonna have to beef up both sides of the ball um because i just i looked yesterday and i'm like man these guys are small <laughs> they yeah. are small yep. and uh they just could not protect shadur yesterday i mean he took a beating man I'm like dang yeah he was he was beat up pretty good oh sure. yeah yeah so but yeah it was a good weekend of sports and uh like you say, we got one more week to uh, to do the baseball thing. So. Yep, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Like three strikes, we out of here. We're out. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of those of the individuals and do not reflect on the official policies or positions of any government or corporation.